Hi, everyone. Welcome to a podcast by Cambridge Health Tech Institute for our Efficient Process Chemistry Meeting, which runs May 22nd to the 23rd in Boston and is a day and a half track at our World Pharma Congress event. I'm Anjani Shah, a conference director for CHI and producer of the Process Chemistry Meeting. We have with us today the featured speaker from the Efficient Process Chemistry Meeting, Dr. Gerald Tenuri from Vertex Pharmaceuticals where he is the Senior Scientific Fellow in their Process Chemistry Department. Dr. Tenori will be giving the opening talk on day two of the meeting, Friday, and his talk is titled, Telaprevir Root Development Retrospective. So let's start the interview with a little background and context on Telaprevir. Dr. Tenori, please remind us what Telaprevir is and does. Telaprevir is a hepatitis C protease inhibitor. It's used for the treatment of chronic hepatitis C. It's approved treatment for patients with genotype 1 chronic hepatitis C and compensated liver diseases that include hepatitis C protease, which is inhibited by telepravir. It's used in combination with pegylated interferon and ribavirin. And when did it reach the market? It's actually the approval date was May 23rd of 2011. So your talk will be focusing on two of the cost drivers in your abstract, it says this, of the process development of telaprevir. Can you discuss how you dealt with those issues? When did you realize those would be the challenging steps? So we realized that these two subunits of telaprevir would be the cost drivers pretty early on in the development cycle. Um, Telaprevir is made up of five amino acids. It has five amide bonds, and out of those, two of them would require some significant root development and significant process development to be able to actually make those pieces. We had a reasonable understanding of the availability of three of the five subunits, and because of that, we were able to focus a lot more of our attention on looking at ways to make the other two units, which I'm going to be talking about in great detail. Can you go through a little bit of that right now, or do you want to save that for your talk? Well, well, so for both of those subunits, we had a general process to make it. There was a general process that was developed by the med chemists. Um, but then as we started to look at the ability to actually manufacture any of these on a decent scale, even in a pilot plant setting, we needed to come up actually with some new ways to make them. One of them in particular, uh, what we call our P2 unit, went through quite a regeneration of a new route, kind of a unique approach to it using some chemistry that's been in the literature dating all the way back to like the uh, mid-90s. It used some reagents that we typically don't use in a chemical development environment, but yet we were able to deal with flammability issues and stability issues of the reagents in a really good way when it came to actually doing work in a pilot plant setting. And how do you say your talk fits into this year's efficiency theme? So efficiency actually to me really covers... It could be five topics, five subjects, five areas, five or more. But, you know, I think about things like cost. I think about scalability. I think about reproducibility. I think about can we recycle or can we recover reagents that are used in either substoichiometric amounts or stoichiometric amounts and, and reuse them to repeat the steps. And so we've got some of those, each of those issues covered and taken into account in our development of these processes. 
especially for these P1 and these P2 units. So I think if after we, I get done with the talk and someone were to step back and look at the entire processes that I've talked about, they'll get an idea that, yeah, they were considering a lot of these things. Certainly the cost issue, we've also been able to put in a recycle recovery step for a number of key reagents used in the process, especially for the P2 unit. So that's kind of added to our efficiency. And, and efficiency is really something that is kind of bread and butter for a chemical process. I mean, as you develop the process and you get higher yields, you get more efficient. Working through operations in a pilot plant, the process itself becomes more efficient. So it's a kind of an innate thing. As the process develops, it should be actually by definition a little bit more efficient. And what are some of the other challenges you look forward to hearing about at this meeting? I'm really interested in seeing how some of the other process chemists approach this efficiency. Think whether the efficiency aspect is really driven by cost of goods, whether it's really driven by scalability, whether they're able to input some recycle or recovery. Also, um, I'm really kind of interested in seeing what type of technology they use to get their processes developed and whether it's using technology to understand their process or technology actually in a plant setting. I'd be interested to see what types of things people are using. Well, Dr. Tanuri, thank you for your time and insights today. That was Gerald Tenori, Senior Scientific Fellow in the Process Chemistry Department at Vertex. He will be the featured speaker at CHI's Efficient Process Chemistry Meeting, May 22nd to the 23rd in Boston, part of our World Pharma Congress event. For more information on or to register for the meeting, please go to worldpharmacongress.com. And when registering, enter key code PODCAST. Thank you for listening and hope to see you in Boston.